everyone, and welcome to the freaking Just Rashad Geek Out Podcast. I'm your main man, Rashad. With me, as always, is my friend, Jessica. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, I'm into Star Wars, Star Trek, stars in general. Jess is into weird facts on celebrities that she doesn't really like. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Harry Potter. And Harry Potter. This is the last time I tell you how Johnny Depp has wasted away his entire fortune in 13 years. How many, how many islands does Johnny Depp have? How many islands? He has three. He spent $650 million in 13 years, you guys. I just want you to know. <laughs> you know what? That Insane. is excessive. So real quick, yeah. Jessica. I was watching, yeah. um, you've seen this before, um, Tropic Thunder. Yes. And I thought about you. Do you know who? Jared Leto is basically an uncharming version of RDJ's character in that movie. Like the weird, like, method actor. That's just, that's Jared Leto. He just doesn't have the charm that RDJ has in that movie. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can see him finishing like the um, Suicide Squad movie and just being like, "Who am I? I'm just a man playing a man." I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I wonder if Daniel Day Lewis has the same problem. Maybe, Mr. President. I feel like I read that he made his wife call him. Yeah, Mr. President. Mr. President, when he was getting ready for Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. everybody's heard that story. I'm like, fairly certain it's true. I was like, "That's crazy." Well. <laughs> It does work for him, though. I'm like, I'm going to go live in our other house until you're done with this movie. movie. I'm like, you know, this is a little bit too much nonsense yeah. for me. I'm going to have to go. Like, I understand you're the greatest actor the world has ever seen, but you're taking us too far. Is he, though? Yeah. To his credit, we watched that movie. I got happy with that movie before. I was like, who's this actor? Because I really thought I was just watching President Lincoln. I thought it was Abraham Lincoln. Just, they went in time and brought him like back. Like, they... they- Invented a time machine, yes. went back in time, and just hung out with nope. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Bill and Ted style. Like they had a Did they explain test. to him all this technology that they brought with him? No. He's a smart guy. He figured it out. That's true. He, he really was. So I'm sure it was fine with him once they explained it. Yeah. And that's funny. We were watching the other day and I just thought about you. I was like, oh, yeah. This is Jared Leto. Just One of my charming. favorite uh, all-time comedy movies. It is great. It's very good. So if you haven't good. seen it, you really should watch it. It's amazing. Yes. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's one of my favorites. I'm, I'm not kidding. It's no Caddyshack, but yeah. <sighs> Crown Hogs Day? No. Nope. Not really a fan. Crown Hogs Day? I mean, it's fine. The but scene it's not where that... they're in the car, he's like, don't drive angry, don't drive it's not, so it's not as funny as it as people think it is, I don't think. And okay, we're done then. And we're done. And we're over. Speaking of things that aren't as good. Oh no. Jessica, there's one thing there's a few things I love. Like I mentioned earlier, Star Wars, Star Trek. I love Spider Man. I think you're about to break Zachary's heart. I, I feel like Zachary already agrees with me on this, but that trailer, the Spider Man trailer is garbage. The and that's trailer? Much- yeah, I mean, maybe it's not even like the trailer itself. It's just that they basically they they make the mistake of giving you the Too plot much. beats. You get you get like Act One, you get Act Two, you get Act Three. Like they laid out Act One through Three just like that. Like, and this is why I don't watch full length trailers anymore. Know, it drove me crazy. And I was just and this is why I told you I watched back because you're like you told me you were gonna watch it. I was like it was by accident. But yeah, like you watch this trailer, it's like okay, the first trailer, you know, there's this. Then he gets involved, Tony Stark's like, you know, hey, be on a down low, be cool, you know, don't shoot too high. And then he shoots too high, that ship falls apart, Tony saves him, takes his suit back. 
he gets his hand on some Tony, some Stark tech, you know, but still fights crime in his own suit. And blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh my God, you guys are good. It's a whole movie. Yeah, they basically spoiled the entire movie. Yeah. I'm guessing that scene where they, uh, you see like him and Tony flying together is probably in the end when they come back together. I think that scene where he jumps off the helicopter is either like, it's probably the school trip scene where you see like the bus being knocked into him. Yeah. It's just like, come on, guys, you're giving me way too much. Is there always going to be, in a Spider-Man movie, a scene where he has to hold two pieces of something together to keep it from... Okay, I just want to make sure. Or I remember Zachary's complaint where he's like, does he always have to be saving a love interest? Like, can't we just... Do we have to do that in every movie? I don't know. Rescue the love interest. Is that really necessary? They always do that in superhero movies to begin with, and then they kind of peter away from it. It, not but, Spider-Man, though. He's never kind of... Apparently like, not Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. It's It doesn't make any sense to me. No. But... It's like, hey, here's an idea. Stop taking off your mask. There's a lot of things that I enjoyed about the trailer, and most of the things were Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, but I do see where they really did... Uh, they let too much out. Yeah, and, it's and a shame, because I'm sure they like it. I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm not worried about the movie... But I do feel like that trailer was way too much information. Yeah. Way too much information. Like, I just really wish they would. Qu- God, quit with the trailers, people. Quit. You know, it's funny. At first, I was like, man, you know, Marvel never makes that mistake. I can't believe they did this. And I remembered Sony did the trailer. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Like, it's, they're so intertwined now. It's kind of like, oh, man, I can't believe Marvel made that mistake. Because they usually don't make that mistake. Like, they have, the, like, the little g- giveaway where for a while, like, the villain was a person narrating the trailer. Mm-hmm. So then people, like, when Civil War, not Civil War, when uh, Winter Soldier came out, people were like, well, yeah, we know Robert Ripper is the villain because he narrated the trailer. That's what they always do. You're like, oh. <laughs> but otherwise, they're pretty good. So at it. Yeah. Um, I thought that the teaser trailer for Homecoming was perfect. Like, I think they should have just left it with that yeah. because, like, it's just like little glimpses and you don't really know like the um like the order of which these things are gonna fall in, but now, thanks yes. to this full length trailer, we do know. It's like and, the scenes, yeah. but um we'll because, get to this later, but after I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy, I went back and watched all the trailers and T V spots. And that was perfect because like they didn't give too much away and then a lot of stuff I saw in the trailers or T V spots were unused lines. Like there's the thing James where Vance gets hit by does something. That- on purpose. Yeah, I was like, that's great. He does that on purpose. They show you the funny scene where Mantis gets hit. Instead of using a line from the movie, they use an alternate take where he's like, oh, that almost hit me. And it's still, like, you still kind of chuckle. You're like, ha that's funny. It's not as funny as what you get in the movie, but you're like, oh, it gives the idea that there's, you know, here's By a the scene way. where a joke happens. I'm just like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> when she gets hit with that thing, I laughed oh really hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> it's like, watch out. <laughs> That movie. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, but yeah, James Gunn does that on purpose. Like he has he has said that before that he goes with things that are not actually in the movie, and that is perfect. I mean, you don't want to go is- too far. You don't want to do like um, Star Wars story Rogue One, no, where no, no, no. it's just a completely different movie. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, this is. But I mean, it's he. It just gives you the overall tone of the movie without giving anything away. So. But, you know, I'm sure the movie will still be great, though. Absolutely. Tony Stark made me really emotional, though, when he was like, I want you to be better than me. Because Tony Stark has, you know, learned all these hard lessons, and I was getting really emotional about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
was like, oh, he's like, he's like a dad. <laughs> you say my poor precious baby? No. Why? Don't you judge me? Okay, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> don't get offensive, girl. I just, girl, I just, don't get defensive. I love it because he he has the best character development. <laughs> um, can we talk about music real quick? We absolutely can talk about music real quick. Are you gonna geek check me on Led Zeppelin again? A little bit. I'm stab you in the face. <laughs> Technically, it's not geek check. I don't think anyone understands what geek check is. Um, Immigrant song is an amazing song. Am I right? Yes. They put it in that King Arthur trailer and. Wait, wait, wait. What? King Arthur. It's in that King Arthur trailer? Yeah. I thought you were about to tell me that you watched the Thor trailer. No, no, no. It's in the King Arthur trailer. And they're like, I know this movie's garbage, but they have this. But they have this cool song. It's like with the Transformers, where they, you know, this movie's garbage, but they have, um, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. And you're like, ah, I hear Anthony Hopkins' voice, and I'm just shitting you. I, I watched the trailer. That shit was amazing. What trailer did you watch? The Ragnarok. That shit was amazing. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, no, I've been fucking with you all I'm this going time. to kill Rashad slowly. It wasn't, it <laughs> wasn't the King Arthur trailer. But oh my That's God. why I thought you were full of shit. I was like, he's talking about the Thor trailer. And what a perfect song. But that song is so perfect for the trailer. Let me tell you. It that is the best fucking me, trailer. It never I've occurred to me that song, be, that song should be in the Thor trailer. As soon as I heard it, I was like, how did I not think of this? Like, it is perfection in that trailer. And it is, um, oh my God. I can't even, I can't even tell you. How badly I freaked out about that trailer! Like yeah. when I first saw it, like every like oh, my, every, I can't even, I can't even yeah. freaking out. I saw it. I was like, Jessica was right. That was. I was like, I still. Yeah. I would not have chose to watch it. I would have waited till after the movie was done to watch it. But it was still. Um, it, was it was worth amazing. it though, right? There's a scene where he sees the Hulk, and he's just like, "Oh, it's a guy. It's a friend from work." He's like, <laughs> "He's a friend." From work. <laughs> like this, he's just so happy that everyone's just like, "What's happening?" Like, they're all so confused. <laughs> I know. He's just so, he's just like the most excited puppy in the whole world because he gets to fight the Hulk. I don't know what and um, Hella looks hella awesome. I've been waiting so long to use that. She looks amazing. I love that they're going all out with the headdress and everything. Like, they're just, they don't even give a fuck. Marvel, fuck y'all, we're going authentic. We're doing the Thor helmet. It's on, whatever. I love it. Loki's got the horns. Love it. Everything is beautiful and perfect, and I'm just so excited. I mean, like I said, I would still have rather, I, it's still a movie I would have preferred just to see, like, not knowing anything or having seen very little, but, I mean, it did get me more excited. I was like, wow, this looks amazing. I know, I really can't wait. I'm, I am more excited for that movie than I... I am for any other Marvel movie that that's coming this year. There was one scene where you see Loki like kind of walking the screen, like twirling his knives. I was like, oh, Jessica, just wet herself. Jessica lost her damn mind. Yeah. I tell you, the first time I saw that. It's like I can hear, I can hear Jessica right now just going. Did you not have that same reaction? Because that's really upsetting. Because <laughs> I was freaking the fuck out. I was actually kind of confused. I was like, wait, is he leaving on me as himself? Like. That's the truth. You, d- you don't know. Yeah. Which is you good. Know- Unlike Spider-Man, I have no... We have no idea what the fuck's yeah, going on with Thor. Which is good. We don't need it now. I know he gets captured, his hammer's destroyed, and there's a lot of fighting. And they use Led Zeppelin in their trailer. A it in there somewhere. Fucking right? amazing. Is, is he wearing one of the eagles from uh, Lord of the Rings, I think I saw at one point? What? 
I don't remember that. There was a brief scene where I was like, was he right with the Eagles from Lord of the Rings? Yeah, it's on loan. Uh, <laughs> also, Jeff Goldblum. Right. I was kind of hesitant about Jeff Goldblum, and then I was like, nope, like, I am all in. <laughs> you're crazy. I was never hesitant about Jeff Goldblum. You should never be hesitant about no. Jeff Goldblum in anything, Listen, guys. Let's, just, let's just put it out there. He does a scene where he's just been attacked by a T-Rex, and he looks sexy as fuck. He's all laid back yeah, with his he's shirt just all laid back, <laughs> shirt open, chest glistening. And I was like, this guy's just attacked by a T-Rex, but he looks oh. ready to fuck. <laughs> he's DTF. Yeah, that does not even make sense, because he should be severely injured right now. <laughs> he's picking up chicks on the way back. Yeah. Then you know they were out there in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any damn sense, but there he was. So oh my god. I was like freaking Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm so happy you watched that trailer. Yeah. It made everything better. It really did. What can I say but you're welcome? <laughs> Thank you. I knew you had to be I'm like, why is he talking about the song if he's not talking about the Thor trailer? Because uh, it's, it's a great song. Well, it, okay, so here's the point I was trying to make with uh, the Justice League trailer and this trailer mm-hmm. was <clears throat> how the Justice League trailer used uh, "Come Together" by the Beatles, and it pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Like, it's fucking made me. Oh no, no, no! It's like blatantly oh, obvious what they're trying yeah, to do, yeah, and they're not even being clever yeah. about it. Yeah, it made me so mad. <laughs> but like, then they use Led Zeppelin in the Thor trailer, and I'm like, fucking yeah! Which like, this is, is how you do it. But you know what it is? I think with the Led Zeppelin song, it's like a. Like, unless you really listen to the lyrics, you don't realize it's a song about, like, Vikings. Like, you know. They are the biggest nerds on the planet, by the way. Yeah. Like, you're talking about, like, you know, there's a reference to Thor's hammer, but it's not so <laughs> obvious. Like, you know, the the chorus of the song isn't, like, you know, Thor's hammer, it will save us. Like, nothing like that. It's just, like, it's all in the lyrics, and it's, like, a, it's an undertone. Yeah. It's not punching, it's not slapping you in the face. Like, hey, they're coming together. They're coming together. Get it? Get it? That made me so mad. Like, it made me so mad. you know the song, and then, like, you see the trailer, like I said, you're just like, how did I never put that together? Like, I should have. I know, it's pretty great. I was was like, how did I never put that together? Well, it's like, I like how the trailer just kind of starts off with Thor just, like, hanging upside down. He's like, yeah. yeah, I bet you're wondering how this happens. (laughs) Now, we know that's obviously the beginning of the movie. I'm sure it's not. Starts there, and then he flashbacks. Flash, he does a flashback. Bet. That's where it starts, and he flashbacks to how he got there, then the rest of the movie happens after that. I am going to say this, and this is my one superficial complaint. If you say his hair, I will slap I'm really upset about the hair. (laughs) As long as Loki keeps his hair, I think it'll be fine. Though he looks very sexy with the short hair. Yeah, does it look bad? No, it does not not look bad, but I really enjoyed the long Thor hair. you're a girl. You know you can't fight with long hair. It's Thor. It's Thor if anybody can fight with long hair and a cape, it's Thor. They're still gonna get pulled. <clears throat> if you pull Thor's hair, I think you're probably gonna die. Or get loved up. Yeah, that's true. Could go either way. So, you know, fifty-fifty. Roll yeah. the dice. Fifty-fifty. Roll the dice. But yeah, he still looks dead ass sexy with that short hair, though. But yes. I was a little sad to see it go. So, that makes me happy. And I get to tell you about how mad I was about that Justice League trailer compared to this trailer. And, yeah. 
So I'm happy. I am so happy. Now I get that. Oh, everything is good in the world, you guys. Nice long con. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's all about the long con. God in heaven. So. Yes. What next? Oh, you can take over now. I just wanted to get it to the door part. <laughs> now that means I have Because <laughs> I was trying to lead you into it. I was like, I want to talk about this. It's like a surprise. Notes when I told him to cut it. Um, is that what you want to do? The opening? Uh, the Kingsman's yeah. trailer. Kingsman 2. Kingsman Go. 2. The Golden Circle. Guys, if you haven't seen the first one, you really should watch it because it is so fucking yeah. entertaining. And Colin Firth has the best scene in the entire movie yes. in the church. As a lifelong James Bond fan, it was a great movie. Um, so the second one looks really great. Looks just like utter madness and yeah. just as much fun as the first one. You so got, um, what's his name playing a cowboy? Um, oh my god, what is his name? I don't oh, we both suck so bad. I got really excited though. And uh, Colin Firth will be back, though I don't so. know how. The- yeah, you see him in the trailer. I'm like, what? Yeah, because he died. He did it. Hail in the yeah. first one. So, Spoiler alert. I look forward to it. Well, listen, they didn't see the movie. They read the comic, I'm sure. And Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> you have such faith. I know. That was a great... I need to rewatch that movie. It was a great scene. It's really good. Oh, that's my favorite scene. The trailer, it was good. It was good. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if that's something I'll go watch in the theater, but... Um, I would say I would just because it's, it's an action movie. It's like an old. It's like one of the old James Bond movies where it's kind of like fun. Che- che- yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you know, he has like ridiculous devices. You're just like this is crazy, but whatever. True, true, true. You can do stupid things like that. The movie's good. It's when the movie's bad where people start nitpicking and questioning everything because they have nothing else to focus on. True. When's it come out? Uh, no. Maybe it'll come out between something that you know a slow movie time or something. Maybe. It's a pretty big summer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man, Thor, Wonder Woman. Thor doesn't come out until November. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. It's so far away. It is. It's honestly crazy when you know the movie's done, and you're just, like, waiting to see it. Well, it's not done completely. They're done filming. It's not done editing. That's that's all I need. That's fine. I'll watch Uh, all three hours. I don't need need you to edit it. Just show me all four hours of the movie. Well, don't you need the CGI and all that shit on there? There's no Hulk without CGI. True, bro. You just have this guy running around in gray pajamas. Well, just... technically, you have Mark Ruffalo running around in gray pajamas. Yeah. Can you just Which would be adorable. engineer him to be like big and green? I mean, do you really want to do that to Mark Ruffalo? Yes. I don't like his romance movies, so yeah. You should be shot dead where you stand. Nope. He is charming and adorable. Mm. Uh... So did you, you did not watch that final Wonder Woman trailer? I did not. I wanted to hear what you thought. Well, was it not before your Guardians? Uh, feeling? Oh, shit. It was, it was. It was before mine, too. And yeah. I was like, why is there a DC movie in front of Marvel? I did see it. Whatever. You're right. Um, I don't remember all the slow motion shots. Well, I just like to point out that in all of these uh, DC movies, and I should remember because it's Zack Snyder and all that shit. But this isn't Zack Snyder, but yeah. I know it's not Zack Snyder. I know the but first one remember trailer had like a lot of slow motion. I was like, oh my no, God. it had a lot of slow motion fighting, which yeah. is like I was like, is the this norm. whole movie going to be slow motion? Because like, it's, it's probably norm. like a 30-minute movie, just all slowed down. Yeah, it's all the norm for these DC movies. Like, all the action is like super slowed down. Well, that's why you can see the action, Jessica. 
You can enjoy it and linger in it forever. It might make sense for Superman, like, a little bit. It does not make sense for Batman. <laughs> I like that you said a little bit. You're like, it makes sense for Superman a little bit. <laughs> Only because he's really superhuman, okay? Yeah. It so, does not make sense for, like, Batman. Who's moving at normal human speed? Barely. I mean, let's be honest. This Batman is superhuman. Yeah, I he's mean, got something going he on. He took a hit from Superman. That was enough to knock him up. Like, two, story, two stories of buildings. Dude, you know what a secret is, bro? What? CrossFit. CrossFit, that's right. Pulling those tires in the rain. <laughs> it's a montage. You probably don't know this, Jess, but working on the rain makes it five times more effective. I'm sure it does. I don't even want to experiment with that. So <laughs> I'm just going to take your word for it and be like, I know. Thank you, buddy, for that information. But yeah, I didn't really, like, I wasn't really wowed by the trailer. Like, you get to see more of uh, the mascara and yeah. what's her name? The lady. I'm still having my hopes Whatever. up. We'll Chris Pine was adorable. Yeah. I mean, he's probably, I mean, I just assume he's, he's, not doing, he's doing the heavy lifting, right? Because she's not... Excuse me? Really an actress. Oh. What? You, you think she is? No, I thought you were going to make something sexist for oh. a minute. I was no, I fight. mean, she's... Look, she's a former soldier turned model who's been in Fast and Furious movies and then Sicario, which got... Okay so, reviews, which I don't think any of that was attributed to her, like the good reviews. I want to give her mad props because she did some of her reshoots five months pregnant. Oh. In the Wonder Woman costume. So there you go. she gets mad props for that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not I'm not wild, man. I mean, I'm not yeah, wild. Sure, she looks the part, but I mean, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, everyone's like, her. oh she was great. Like I keep hearing this, it drives me crazy. I thought this up really. They're like, she looks great BVS. I'm like, no, it's just the scene. I'm like Watch if you just see the scenes where it's like her as Diana, and you're like, it's whatever. Sure, when the music's playing, like that theme song is awesome. Like, oh, yeah, the theme 100%. song starts coming on, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In the movie, when the theme song's playing, and then she comes up out of nowhere and is just kicking ass. Yeah, of course you're really into it because like they've hyped it up in your head. You're just like, you're so into it because that's not the acting. That's just the action scenes and the choreography, but. Exactly. Here's what makes me worried because they keep using this one action sequence where she goes into the room and she's just like annihilating these guys. Mm -hmm. And they've used it twice now in the trailers, which is fine. But they also did the same thing with BVS with Batman. So I'm like, is this the only good action scene? (laughs) Is this it? So it makes me nervous. So I'm sure we'll get like a Captain America style montage of her fighting her way through the war. Oh, but then like I got online and her shield at the end of it. Oh. Let me tell you what pissed me off. Okay. And I'm going to stick up for Cap right now. It's like, I got online, everybody's talking about her like beating people down with the shield. Like, look at this awesome shield action. I'm like, have y'all not seen Winter Soldier? Yeah. When he goes barreling onto that boat, and he's just knocking people left and right with his fucking shield? Yeah. I'm like, y'all don't even know about shield action. Get out of here. <laughs> have y'all not seen a Captain America movie? Yeah, he has a shield and he works for a shield. Come on, guys. They act like they've never seen something so awesome. I'm like, I've already seen this like 50 times from Cap yeah. and it was way better. They're actually tracking Wonder Woman at 65 billion, I believe. How do they track movies like that, by the way? Could you please tell me? Uh, like, sometimes it's like pre-sales and like a lot of predictive stuff. So let me put it this way. Tracking completely missed Jurassic World. Like, they tracked Jurassic World from much lower than it did. Same thing with um, Beauty and the Beast. So, as of late, tracking has become much more unreliable. Mm. But I didn't think I was interested. Sounds like $65 million is not terrible for opening weekend. Seems fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
I mean, you're not expecting like Justice League or I mean BVS or Avengers numbers. So I was like, sixty five sounds right. I think. <clears throat> so I mean, if it's good, people will probably go back to see it. I hope it is good. I am going to go I mean, see it. I will like go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it was great, and then people were like, "Oh, you need to go see this movie," and other people go see it, and it was just like not crazy. I really hate it when I can't talk people into Guardians of the Galaxy. It makes me mad. I know. God, can you review that movie already? Yes. <sighs> good lord. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'll say this is something I was excited about. You put it in here. Um, Hellboy. They're yeah. Remaking Hellboy. Yeah. Which don't be wrong. I like the first two, and Guillermo del Toro is great, but like. I don't know if you knew about this, but he wanted to make. He's like, I forgot what the exact amount was. He needed basically like two hundred million. He said to make Hellboy three, and he said this numerous times. Like, yeah, you know, he's like, I'm talking to him about Hellboy three, but I need like two hundred million. Which Hellboy one and two did not make near that much money. So mm-hmm. basically, he's taking a movie property that's making around like seventy million or whatever, and asking for two hundred million. Like. Yeah, like, I can see where that'd be a problem. They're, they're like, the first two movies didn't make that much money. You can't make a third movie for more than a f- last movie grossed. Like, that's crazy. I don't know why he would need that much money, because like the, yeah. those two movies are already beautiful, the way that he had done yeah, them. Like, I guess he's just trying to tell like, some huge, gigantic story. and like In my mind, I'm just like, tell a different story, now, buddy. Tell a story within reason. I know he gets a little carried away with like sets and stuff he like does. that. Yeah, you see so, some of his movies, and you're like, oh, yeah, this guy got carried away. Well, I mean, even like Crimson Peak, I don't know if you ever saw it. I didn't. Um, but like, it's unbelievable. Like the details, like I think he built like most of that house, but it was oh, unbelievable. Like he must have spent a fortune on that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see where that'd be a problem. Yeah. So it's, so it's sad we're losing him, but at the same time, at least now we actually get to continue the story. And now Mike Magnola, the guy that created Hellboy, he's actually involved in this. So, so and... like, it'll be like just some not true like to the source story so the sheriff from oh, stranger yeah. things playing hellboy though i am very sad that it's not ron perlman that's true david Harbour. He, yeah that's his name ron perlman is amazing he's one of those few people where, like i can't imagine someone else playing the character like you have um wolverine hugh jackman uh, hugh, yeah, hugh, i was gonna say professor x but they kind of did that twice perfectly and magneto so Maybe it'll be Robert Downey Jr. Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 <gasps> no. 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 I got it. Chris Evans, Captain Chris Evans, America. Yeah. Bring it, bro. He he is really Captain America, so. I mean, he's. I think he is just legit Captain yeah. America. They actually found him in the ice and just hey, <laughs> hey, we're gonna call you Chris. We want you to fight Nazis. <laughs> and also, and he's like, okay. Just off topic a little bit but hellboy beat hellboy being rated r actually makes sense oh yeah no like, no i've heard a that movie about the spawn of demon like fighting evil i'm like yeah that's something that should be rated r guys go watch hellboy it's great yeah, he loves one. cats he likes cats a lot he doesn't eat all right. them all right jess oh yeah i'm sorry i got distracted on to the part i've been waiting for for so long Guys, get ready. Now, are we discussing spoilers or are we going to keep it spoiler free? Your call. We're going to talk spoilers. <laughs> Guys, if you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and you don't want to be spoiled, get the fuck out of here because we're about to spoil it. Spoil it good. Spoil it good, bro. And... Um, first, I want to talk about that opening scene <laughs> with the opening credits. Oh, yeah. 
with Baby Groot. Yeah, that made me endlessly happy. Yeah, it was it was so well done. The dancing, the music, the fighting in the background. Uh, watching everybody else get kind of like get their asses kicked, and he's just kind of like fighting that little rat thing. Yeah, that I was. Won't so see this. I feel like maybe. Tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like the the beginning was a little bit too good. Where like, I feel like there was a lot to. It was pretty hard to follow up on that. Mm, like that, no, I don't feel that, that way. That intro was everything, Jessica. That intro was uh, fantastic. Like it, it, <laughs> it was endless joy the entire time I was watching it. And that little part where Groot, like Gamora, sees him and she's like telling him he needs to get out of the way, and he starts waving to her, yeah, and she goes hi, hi, like he's a baby. That's <laughs> so cute. I was dying. I like how they're all like basically parents to this tiny little yeah. tree. It's like they're all raising this baby together. It's well, really funny. Really, that's the beauty of the movie. Like if you don't, if you haven't guessed already, I love the movie. I love the movie. But that's the beauty of the movie because he does the first movie. It's about this band of misfits coming together, mm-hmm. and then he literally makes the movie about family. He takes this about family. Yeah. it really is. And like and a lot of people were, I was worried because a lot beautiful. of people were saying, "Oh, it's not as good as the first one." Like the medical, the Red Tomato scores were a little bit lower than the first one. I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of worried," but I'm like. I see why they would complain. Like, yeah, maybe the action's a little bit less, or maybe there's a little bit more focus on story than you would like or whatever, but I'm like, the story goes places a lot more than the first one did. Like, you True. actually have, like, a really, like, likable villain. And it's yeah. just, I mean, like I said, so there's a scene where um, he makes a comment about Rocket. He's like, you can bring your triangle-faced monkey with you. And Rocket actually kind of looks down and he touches his face. Like, he has a moment of contemplation. And I genuinely felt bad for the CGI character. Like yeah. The point where you get me care about the CGI character, like, like they actually they conveyed emotions there. I was just like, wow, like it's not just CGI; it's a CGI raccoon. And he's like, he makes a comment on his face. He just kind of like looks down, touches his face, and that. I was like, damn it, you guys are just. James Gunn knows how do you um, convey emotions, like he every does. every emotion, not just one, not just humor, like every single one of them, yeah. and like he kind of touches on them. In this movie. And he understands on like a big portion of the internet that emotions don't have to be separate. It's like that movie, um, that Pixar movie about emotions or it's in the Inside Out. Movie. Inside Out. Where it's yeah. like, you know, you can combine emotions. You can be sad while laughing. Like you can have like a serious True. moment. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, there were jokes in the movie. They have to make everything funny. I'm like, that's just life. Like if you live your life one emotion at a time and like things that mix and that's just weird. I mean, like, I don't. If you okay, can be like at a funeral and like laugh about something. Then that's just true. Weird. If if you guys have ever like, if any of you personally know me and Rashad, and you've ever been around us in a really bad situation, and one of us doesn't make a joke, we're highly inappropriate. It's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> or laugh at something inappropriate, because it's just the way that some people, you know, deal with emotions or uncomfortable situations or death or, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know. One complaint I saw was someone was complaining about the scene with um, so this is we're doing a spoiler review. This is a spoiler. There's a scene where he's uh he's fighting his dad, and his dad's like he's kind of taunting him. He's like, I tried to give you the image of the dad I wanted, you wanted, and then he turns into David Hasselhoff. Which, yeah. As you learn through the story, like you know that's who he pretended his dad was, and people are like, see that's just him being jokey and ruining the moment. I'm like, no, no, that's part of the moment. That's him taunting him. Like he's that's like a low blow. Like he's that is. That's a showing, heartbreaking moment. Yeah, he's showing that he's been in his head, and he's like, now he's just messing with him. Like, that wasn't a joke. Like, it wasn't like he's, a funny cameo by David Hasselhoff. That was like a serious moment where he's 
He's like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the that's he tells his son, fuck you. That's exactly like, what I don't, is. I don't care about your feelings. I just want you to give me what I want. And I'm going to. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Beat like, it out of you anyway. People did not get that from that scene. And I'm like, that was, that was a great scene to have. Like, that was brilliant. Like, the, not only that, but they built up to it. So, like, he talks about it. You know, you see him look at that picture at one point of David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and then his dad pulls that trick. And you're just like, oh, man, that's a low blow. I mean, because he, he casually, he mentions it to Gamora when he's drunk. So, yeah. I mean, you don't really expect that to really come back in such a way, in such a heartbreaking way, because poor Peter Quill didn't have a dad his whole life. Yeah. And then, so he just pretended that. And if anyone it, out there, if anyone yeah. out there has ever had a mean parent, then you know that no <laughs> one quite knows you like your parents do. Like, if there's anyone sure. doesn't know how to, like, you know, hurt you, it's your True. parents. They know how to push your buttons exactly. better than anyone. Yeah. And, and in that moment, that's what he does. And cut it's you like, before, man. Man, yeah. that's, it's really... Like, that really annoyed me because I was like, that was such a great scene. Like, with, I love what he did with that scene where like, he just... What he was conveying in that scene, the fact that people didn't get that, if that was a joke. I mean, it is It is funny to see David Hasselhoff. It yeah. is funny. Like, it is. But, but then in the context of the movie, it is, you're like, It oh, is man. ego showing Quill, Peter, you know. Hey, I don't give a shit about you. I'll do whatever I have to. Also, to get to uh-huh. what I want you to do. Second best villain. Ego. Yeah. He's very charming. <laughs> like that first scene where you see him and he's on his little ship and he's just waving and Drax <laughs> is like, "Hey, there's a guy." <laughs> like, what guy? What guy? I don't know. He's some like guy in the ship. He's like man. a one inch tall, maybe. <laughs> he's like a, a one inch tall man riding on a spaceship. Well, I'm sure he'd be bigger if he was closer. Like, I that's how vision works. <laughs> I love the jokes in this movie. They are so well. It's like how real people talk. Yeah. Like seriously. Like even with Drax like being so literal. Yeah. It is my oh my god, it's my most favorite thing in the whole world. Like when he tells Mantis that she's hideous and she's like I'm ugly and she and Gamora's just like you're not ugly and she's I'm ugly. <laughs> like I just love that shit so much. I live for it. It makes me sad that people might not actually have those moments. I think there's a lot of people like that. Yesterday we're at work and uh, there's three of us and we're going out to we're going out for I'm gonna say lunch. We're going out to have a drink. And one of the girls is, oh, and the nurse is like, oh, I guess you guys are having a meeting on minds. And my coworker's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna go meet with our combined IQ of ninety. So I was looking <laughs> the guy, one of the guys with us, like, so it makes our IQ forty. And I just looked at him. and I was like, no, it would be thirty. He's like, what? I was like, thirty three six nine. I was like, it's just like. <laughs> Just like, what? Well, maybe he was taking more for him. And yeah, maybe. But, like, he's, but he's just looking at us crazy. Like, wait, why wouldn't I be 40? I'm like, because there's three of us. And it's, but anyway. <laughs> and it's just, but it was like that kind of moment where it's like, it's just a stupid moment, but he, just, like, he wasn't thinking about it. He just said it. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God, what it. are you saying right now? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You're that's a crazy amazing. person. That's amazing. Those are, that's what I feel like. Those are the kind of jokes they tell where it's just like these funny moments that. Happen organically in real life. It happens organically in real life. Why wouldn't it happen in a movie? Yeah. I mean, because, like, when they're having a conflict, like, when Peter and Rocket are fighting, it feels like authentic family yeah. interaction. Even when him and Gamora are fighting, authentic family interaction. Yeah. Um, he really just knows how to really tap into the human emotion about everything. And just the way that he adds his little little spice of humor into it just makes it so worthwhile like when he's telling a story yeah. so i have um, a 
tell me if I'm wrong. I okay. have a genuine concern about Guardians 3. Okay. I was reading him talking about it. He say he's with Guardians 3, he's going to be working very closely with Kevin Feige. And, okay. And maybe never. Since we saw, we saw Age of Ultron, and I would say one of the weakest parts of Guardians also was, like, the Thanos stuff. I'm like, is this really necessary? Like, you're obviously setting up something future. Like, I feel like the weakest stuff of their movies is when they're setting up future stuff. Like, that's the weakest part of any of their movies when they're trying to set up future things. So, you're talking about, like, with Nebula, like, losing her shit about Thanos? That part was good. That's organic, because you have these two sisters who had a very tough childhood, and they're reconciling, mm-hmm. and they're reconciling how I expect people to reconcile. It's not perfect. You know, like, oh, I love you, I love you, let's stay together forever. They still part ways. Like, it's, But they're working just, on it. Yeah. They're fixing it, but it's not perfect. That yeah. part was great. Like, the way they did in the... Uh, Part one, volume one, I wouldn't say it was perfect, but I just feel like the weakest part of any of the Marvel movies is they are like when they're doing the not not world building, but like universe building when they're trying to like lead into future movies. Yeah. Like Civil War. It's <clears> great. <throat> but then like all this happens and then he sends them a letter and they're like everything's kinda okay. I'm like, what? No, come on, you guys need some stakes here. They're not like, okay. You didn't kill Rhodey. Like you got Captain America saying, you know, apologizing, saying, I hope we can be friends again, call me if you need me. I'm like it's not enough real stakes. Like, this movie had real stakes. Yeah. Like, people die, and you're just like, man, like, he's got to kill his yeah. father. He loses two fathers in this movie. Like, that's... True. That's heartbreaking. I'm like... Guys... I only lost one dad. That shit was tough. But this guy just lost two. That's it crazy. is. Um, if you had told me when I saw Guardians 1 that I would cry for <laughs> Yondu... Right? I would, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. It's insane. But I, mean, but I was sobbing. Like, He's like, you need to let me have this. Like, I haven't done anything right. You need to let oh me have god. this. Oh my god. Shot. I thought I was going to die. It was so emotional. And I gotta give it to Michael Rooker. Yeah. Because he really just nailed it. And and that scene with um where he saves Peter. And he puts a suit on him. And he just puts his hand on his face. And I was like, I can't deal with this yeah. shit. Y'all <laughs> need to get out. I can't and, deal with this shit. And that's why I never said that complaint. So I'm like, man, he just took this movie about like a bunch of misfits in outer space and just made a, a fa- like, I don't want to say a family, but a movie about family and like the bonds you form with people. And how be complicated blood or not. it is. Exactly. And, and how complicated it is. I mean, it, because I mean, it is with, complicated. It is. All family is complicated. Even your friends, your, your family, your friends, Especially like any relationship. Jessica. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, I just can't like, I can't say enough good things about this movie. No, I don't understand how it's not. I mean, I, I love it so very much. And I like, I love every character. I would say 9.5 out of 10. Like I fucking, uh, like the shit with taser face, the shit with, (laughs) um, what's his name? Uh, Sean Gunn. What's his character's name? Oh, um, Craglin. That shit, even, like, at the end with the funeral, like, he got me all emotional and shit. I was like, like, y'all are killing me today. Um, he looks so lost. He was like, man. Yes. Like, all, you are connected to all these characters. Like, seriously. You, Ego and Mantis and all of them. It's just, oh, it's just so perfect. And, you know, I was kind of worried about Ego. I remember when we talked about this, I was like, how are they going to do this? Um, they don't do But I, they 100%. That is the thing about Marvel is they take their most 
insane ideas that you think are never going to work. And I know I have said this a million times, but there is a fucking planet made into a person in this movie and it works 100%. Yeah. Like you do not sit there and think for one minute that it is ridiculous. It shouldn't work. Like, you're watching, it like, shouldn't. There's no reason this should work. Oh, like even when they uh, show um, like the out, like the, the planet from a distance and you see like the face. Oh yeah. That shit was fucking amazing. I was like, I can't believe they did that. That's awesome. But, um, like, even how sad it is that Ego's going out and just, like, plowing everything to spread his seed. And then, like, Yondu is bringing him his kids and he's killing them all. And, you know, Peter's the only one because he's got the celestial gene. And, oh, God, man. It totally jerked me up. (laughs) But can I say that I'm kind of happy that Peter doesn't have that power? At the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of pleased with that. I kind of like it better when he's, you know. Though he's kind of like the dad now. Like the dad of the team. Yeah. Like he's kind of matured a little bit and stuff like that. So it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, you get so much character growth in this. Mm. As far as Marvel sequels go, I would say it's like. This is what I'm running with against. uh, What's it called? Winter, Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. I mean, they're different movies. Like they're always like they're Completely. very different movies, but damn it, they're and, both. Re- they're like know, both top tier of Marvel movies. Yeah, like that opening scene with a uh, Kurt Russell. So Kurt Russell's makeup guy. He's been with them for like twenty five years. Most of that was actually uh, practical. That is amazing. Like that was a lot of that was just his makeup guy because it looked really good. Yeah, I was reading this article. Where he's like, they're like, yeah, the makeup guy came to us. He's like, you know, this makeup guy's been with them for twenty five years, and I was like. Hey, you know, do you want me to like do? I have some tricks I can do to help with this de aging. Would you like me to do that? They're like, yeah, that'd be great. And then they just like, basically, he did his stuff, and then he, you know, they fixed up some stuff in digital, like you know, stuff he can't get to. And they just yeah. did that. I'm just like, that's amazing because that is amazing. Because I was wondering about that because I was like, this looks really good. Like, oh yeah. I was watching like it looks better than um, Ant Man, which Ant Man looked good, but you could also tell they were making an effort not to move too much, right? Like they were very. Like there was a, they weren't very animated with their face. Like they weren't like moving their oh, heads yeah. around and stuff. But I was like, this is really good. I mean, I, th- I thought his head looked big, but I also saw an I- IMAX. So I was like, I think he just has a big head. Yeah, I really do. Because right. well, plus he had a lot of hair. Yeah, so. a lot of hair. Oh yeah, tons of hair. But he looked very majestic as older Ego the Planet. I was he like, did. very nice, very nice, and he's very charming. Which I think helps. Like so, you have him, and then you have um. Oh my god. Who plays Loki? Kurt Russell and... Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. And, I mean, they're both Dear great actors. Lord. Is it any... I don't want to say the other villains they have. They gotta play the um, Red Skull. I think he's a good actor, too. Hugo but, Weaving. Hugo Weaving, but... Man, these two are just... They both not the part. I don't... I'm kind of... I think it might be unfair to say it's because they're such great actors. I think it's just because you actually get time with them. Like, Loki and... Kurt Russell, I mean, Loki and uh, Ego are the only characters you really get, only villains you really spend any time with. I guess that's true. Because, like, I honestly did, you meet Ego almost at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, they do not draw this shit out, which I'm really thankful for. Because, like, I really expected to meet him, like, halfway through. Yeah. You know? So, but when you meet him, like, almost immediately, it's kind of nice. Because then you get to, you know, spend some time with him. Yeah. You actually get the, and I just wish it I know that's not their focus on movies. Their focus on the movies as a hero, but I feel like when you actually get some time with the villain, like he's obviously not as likable as Loki. Like with Loki, he's not, he's as likable as Loki. 
he's not as sympathetic as Loki. True. With I Loki, did not feel you can sorry. Kind of side with yeah, with ego, he's just like this crazy space brain trying to destroy all of existence space for brain. whatever yeah. reason. With Loki, I feel bad for Loki a lot of the time, yeah, and like I really do sympathize with him. With the ego, I'm like, this guy's a dick. I mean, kind of, you know, like you know, he's been alone. Like, I imagine in the beginning of the creation, he just kind of went crazy, like Maybe. all the solitude. But it's also weird because I'm like, there's other celestials. Like, why aren't you? That's what I was them? thinking. I'm like, there are other. Ce- Did you kill them all? I'm like, what did you do with them? Yeah. Like, but you know, um, he does say he's like, oh. If- I need to power two Celestials to do this. I'm like, well, there are other Celestials. Well, at least there were other Celestials. We don't know if there's yeah. still any others out there, but why don't you go find them? Um, I want to talk briefly about my favorite joke in the whole movie. Okay. I don't think I mentioned it to you. When Rocket's explaining to Groot, and you saw this in the teaser trailer, he's explaining him the bomb. Like oh, yeah. the <laughs> And Rocket asks Peter Quill if anybody has any tape so he can make sure he tapes over the wrong button so Groot doesn't blow them all up. I thought this joke was going to be like, okay, Peter's like, oh no, there's no tape. No, this is what happens. It gets quiet because you're just, you're focused on Groot and Rocket and there's all, all this fighting outside. And you hear Peter going around to everyone asking them if they've got motherfucking tape. Hey, you do. Do you have any tape? I was laughing so hard during that scene. I was like, this is the most amazing thing. I've, I was like, I can't believe they're just pulling out this joke. Yeah, and like, and, and the they're hanging on, on it. Yeah, they're just hanging on Rocket and Groot. And it's just, the best. And they're just like, and Groot's just staring at Rocket. And it's just like, God damn it. I was my like, favorite, he gets me. My favorite is actually from the deleted scene. There's um the deleted scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 where he, um, Drax makes some comment about dancing like he hates dancing and whatever and then at the end of the movie you see baby Groot dancing and every time Groot I mean every time Jax looks he stops like it's not explained but that's why because of uh, something Jax <laughs> said earlier in the movie about like hating dancing and like attacking Groot so then in the intro scene you know he's dancing to the music and then Jax gets knocked down and as soon as he looks at him he stops dancing he stops dancing he, just, he just does it again I'm like oh my god they carried it over I was like that's, that's a that's, oh when When Drax was talking about his wife and how she didn't dance and how you would think she's just standing yeah. there dead, I was fucking about to die. <laughs> I was like, laughing. She, so sounds hard. Really, she sounds really hot. The way that he, the way that Dave Bautista delivers his lines, they, re, I mean, you are so right when you say that James Gunn writes for him, yeah, like specifically, like knows how to play to his strengths because he is so good at it. Exactly. And I, I love it. I love it so much. And you have to go no. back to uh, DC, but that's kind of what I'm worried about with um, Wonder Woman, because, you know, Drax, Dave Bautista, he's playing a minor role. He's not the main focus, so it's easy for them to work, because he's on areas where he admits he's, like, he's not a great actor, he's, like, so appreciative for the chance to, like, work with this group and come back Aww. to work with the same group of people. I know, it's it's really great. Like, he's he's so great, because he's, like, you know, he's, like, you know, I'm working on it, but I realize I'm not the best actor, and, like, James Gunn's so great with, like, directing and, like, helping you, like, you know, with the stuff. And I'm just like, man, I hope they can pull us off from Wonder Woman. Because, I mean, he makes a point. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be the best actor if you're working with the right people. That's true. I mean, honestly, I feel like, I mean, not that the like, cast isn't full of great actors, but I feel like that whole cast is just like exactly that. Like, like it's the right group of people working together. And they yeah, just, and they, they work well together. They play well yeah. off of each other. There's some movies where you watch it and you're just like, I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's just me, like, projecting, but you get the impression that everyone genuinely enjoyed working in that movie. You know what I mean? 
Uh, yeah, Avengers. Like, you're like, oh, I bet this is so much fun. Yeah, you're like, I bet this is just such a great group. Like, like you the movie, you're like, man, I bet that was so much fun. Like, when, um, I would especially point out, like, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. when they're interacting. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have great chemistry together. Yeah. Like, I feel like they genuinely like each other off screen. Because yeah. they work so well together. And, like, it's, it's like that in Guardians. Like, you have everybody is just, like, on point the entire time. And I'm sure if you're a great actor, you could just fake it. And make it come through, but I think it helps when it's just natural. Like you, when you actually just like the person, well, you, you can't. Have to fake you it. can't really fake chemistry, though. Like it's, it's just something that's kind of natural. Like you just naturally click with certain people. And I think that James Gunn knew what he was doing. There was a movie I never actually saw it. Was it the Notebook? I think I was reading like the Notebook, like the the male female lead actually hated each other. No, because they were together in real life. That's Ryan Gosling, by the way. Okay, well, it's one of those Ramos movies where they're like, oh, yeah. I hear now, people talk about it all the time where like, the, the think, leads actually hit each other. Um, I think oh, you might be thinking like, of Dirty Dancing. No, it's a, it wasn't that old of a movie. Hmm. That's more recent, but... Because I think Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze didn't get along. I don't think she got along with anybody. She got along with Clark Gregg. Because they married. Oh, that's right, they are married. Mm-hmm, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. True story, bro. So, uh, Guardians is A++, you guys. Go see it. it Please go see it. Go see it. And it's beautiful. I saw it twice. Like, I'm going to go see it on a Saturday and then again on a Sunday. If, it, if DC is known for the drab and the boring and the gray, Guardians is going to blow your mind because it's yeah. color everywhere. It's so gorgeous. If you love DC for those reasons, you'll probably hate this movie. But if you're a you normal human it. being, you'll love this. It's beautiful. It's so gorgeous. Like this movie, just the, this, everything, the way, everything that is designed perfectly. I just love it so much. It's not a love. I, I want to go see it again. I can't wait. Um, go now. What do you mean? Hold go on. now. Go right now, everyone. Go see Guardians right now. Tell James Gunn that we sent you and that we love him. <laughs> and we need him to do all the movies from now on. And I'm still worried about the next one. Uh, don't worry about it yet. Yeah. Worry about it later. Let's focus on Infinity Wars after this and then... Yeah. You can you can worry about Guardians. Well, that's what you said because the next one takes place after Infinity War. He's working yeah. with he's working with um, Kevin Feige too. So it's probably really going to change up things after Infinity War. Yeah. So and then he's also said Guardians Four will probably be a different cast. Probably. Like he's not Which, doing it, and it'll probably be a different team. That'll probably be upsetting because I'm really enjoying Chris Pratt and that fan service. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. You mean the part where he takes his shirt off? Yeah. I was like, thank you. Unlike Chris uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. Take off your fucking shirt. Listen, you're holding on a helicopter. You obviously need the extra stretching space, right? You know, if Chris ha- if Thor had been doing that, he would have not been wearing a shirt. Yeah. He's like, excuse me, I have to take off my armor. Yeah, he probably would have exactly what he had done. He's like, oh, guys, hold on a second. Like, like, cut, we have to, cut. I need to get this shirt this. off. We have to fix this. This is not working for me. And it's been six months of doing... <laughs> extreme workouts so you could not have me take my shirt off. The Holy Marvel Chris Trifecta. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. I've never heard that before. You've never heard that before? Now if we can just get Chris Pine in there, I'll be like, come to us. Too late. I know, he's DC. Kind of takes down his attractiveness. Not really, he's still hot. It's fine. <laughs> not really, but really. That's what I heard. Not really, but really. Mm, I guess we'll just see how with Wonder Woman, but oh my god, 
Uh, hey guys, uh, American Idol was canceled last year and it's already being brought back. You're welcome. Love America. Nice. I you had nothing to do with it. I had zero to do with it. I just thought it was ridiculous that they canceled it last year and they're already like, hey, let's bring it back. Because everybody's missing it, apparently. <sighs> Whatever. So, no, I'm good. That's hilarious. All right, Anything well, else from your side? Nope. All right, everyone. Are you doing sign off? Since yeah, you're, you're doing, doing sign off? All right, fine. Reach us on all the things, all the things on the internets. At JNR Geek Out Pod. Email is Justin Rashad Geek Out at gmail.com. Send us all sorts of stuff. Hey, if you like the podcast, please, please review and subscribe on wherever you listen. Honey, I got your mind there. Hey, hey, please, <laughs> please review. <laughs> we, need the, we need the reviews, you guys. We do. So we can get your money. <laughs> so we can get your money? <laughs> Is that how reviews work? Uh, if you get enough reviews and subscribers on iTunes, that's how you get, um, what's it called? Advertisers. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, once you get booped up the list. We got a long way to go. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, guys, hook us up. Come on, because we want to be rich and famous one day. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, on that note. Yeah. Please remember, in these times of uncertainty, we are Groot. Oh my god. Good night. Bye, everyone. What? I've been saying that. It seems like I'm ready. I was like, that's what I'm saying.